0: And good afternoon to you i'm al Cresta for more than two hundred and fifty years father Jean Pierre de Cossade's abandonment to Divine Providence has offered inspiration and spiritual bomb for those plagued with doubt anxiety, and fear. My guest, Father Jeff Kirby, is the author of a recent six day personal retreat called Be Not Troubled," which is focused in on the abandonment to divine providence. Father Kirby has joined us uh, before on a few occasions, in fact, talking about his book on the Beatitudes, Kingdom of Happiness. Uh, we also uh, took a look at a, a book he wrote on facts regarding the Vatican, and uh, it's a pleasure to have you with me again, Father. Thank you.
1: Likewise, Al. It's good to be back on the show.
0: Tell me about uh, the, the, the importance of this particular book by Father Jean-Pierre de Cossan.
1: Yeah, Al, first of all, thank you for this opportunity to to talk about this work. Uh, I think all of us who uh, care about the faith, who have loved ones, who perhaps are involved in some aspect of of ministry, we we have seen a a real negligence of the Christian spiritual patrimony. Yeah. And this is what a lot of people to leave the church or to pursue uh, Eastern philosophies or spirituality. Mm -hmm. Buddhism is on the rise. Right. And oftentimes this happens because people say well you know there's nothing in the church there's you know there's no spiritual depth or or they haven't found things that help them get close to god and, and of course in, in part uh you know that's the fault of leadership and that we have really not used well or presented well this beautiful patrimony we have in terms of, of spiritual theology and so really in response to this move and, and i'm just shocked when people say things you know, like, you know, there's nothing here in the Church or nothing of <laughs> <Yeah>. spiritual death. <laughs> like, yeah. My goodness, right? It's incredible. And so really, responding to that led me to begin to retrieve various spiritual masters, and of the various ones that I've been trying to retrieve and use in preaching and teaching and uh, other different uh, ministry uh, ministry work and so on, has been the work of, of Father Jean-Pierre de Cassade. And the reason why he's the one that stands out, among the others for now is because he retrieved so many things from our tradition that had been eclipsed and in many respects he he was a trailblazer in this retrieval. Retrieval of the notion of a vocation for every Christian, mm-hmm. a retrieval of a universal call to holiness, a retrieval of finding holiness in the midst of even, even ordinary tasks, retrieval of the notion of the sacrament of the present moment. So for these and other reasons I just really wanted to get Father de Cassade out there in an accessible, a chewable way to the average believer.
0: Very good. There's so much there's so much conversation now, uh, and, and really uh, marketing as well, uh, over the idea of, quote, mindfulness, uh, which has its roots in Buddhism. Um, and most people are completely unfamiliar with, as you point out, Father Jean Pierre de Cassade's. Uh, focus on the sacrament of the present moment, which is what mindfulness is trying to achieve. Tell us a little bit about what that, what the sacrament of the present moment is, in this, uh, yeah, so, in abandonment to divine providence.
1: Yes, yes. So, you know, I, I like uh, Pope St. John Paul II uh, said it best. He said, you know, when when the when the Buddhist tradition ends, the Carmelite tradition begins.
0: Right, right. <laughs> it, yes, it's a you know, quote. In, in
1: the sense of you know the, this mindfulness, the goal is to remove yourself to seek this kind of state of nothing, and that's quite the opposite from the Christian tradition, the Carmelite tradition, the Jesuit tradition of Father de Kassad, which the sacrament of the present moment means that there's a visible sign of invisible grace. It means we're not sitting there trying to come to our own knowledge of ourselves or our own awareness of ourselves as if we're some type of separate or distinct entity. But in the Christian tradition, it's very much that we seek a full existential union with God, that we realize that the greatest answers to our questions, the greatest meaning given to our lives is from this other, this person that has given us life, who has blessed us, who calls us to himself. So the sacrament of the present moment is to say that in every situation, however mundane or however uh, tragic, in every moment, God is seeking communion with us. In the Christian tradition, we see that as the goal of of our desire to draw close to Him. So, uh, as I tell people who say, "Well, I'm really kind of in into Buddhism or the Eastern spiritualities," I'm you like, know, "I'm looking for myself." I'm like, "Well, I'll help you. You're not going to find much. Okay? Right. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know, outside of Jesus Christ, you're not going to find much. Right. Um, right. But you turn to Jesus Christ, you can find the depth of who you are." And as Saint Paul says, "The old person passes away; a new person is brought forth." And Dikasaw and does that masterfully. Yeah,
0: I I agree. This there is a huge difference between union with an other, and just this kind of absorption of the self into some uh, you know universal consciousness, which you hear about in the East. Uh, the the Christian and in particular the Catholic uh, concept, and also the practice and experience is this idea of union uh with Christ and achieving union with christ what does what does um uh, he mean by uh abandonment to divine providence what does does that mean just accepting circumstances as they are
1: yes i'm I'm glad you asked that because in in deud 's time he was definitely responding to a spiritual heresy known as quietism, mm. which mm-hmm. actually is is kind of the Christian version of, of Buddhism, really.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And quietism, of course, said, you know, there's nothing you can do, you know, you just basically sit and you're lethargic and, and so on. And and Kassad vehemently responded against that. And that's where his retrieval of vocation came. He said, look, every one of us is called by God to be holy. Every one of us has been given a part of His kingdom, and every one of us has to fulfill our duties and fulfill our responsibilities with virtue and to the best of our ability. So thought was very much a fighter in terms of fulfill your responsibilities, do what is expected. He's not saying, hey, don't do anything and just sit back and, hey, let, let, you know, just let God do it. Like, uh, no, quite the opposite. Uh, he would say, no, like, you must fulfill your duties. But after the duties are fulfilled, you know, and even in the midst of fulfilling them, but when they're done when we've done our part and we've done the best we can to then say lord however this turns out or however this might play out i have done my part yes and there's the abandonment lord however you seek to allow this uh, to play out however you desire for this uh, to to be realized uh, i accept you know I, I often think it's kind of like uh, the story of pope saint uh, john the 23rd um where you know he'd work hard, work hard and at the end of the night he'd say his prayers and right before he got to bed he'd say, It's your church, Lord, I'm going to bed, I'm going to sleep.
0: Yes, yes, yes. You know? Yeah.
1: And, and I think that very much encapsulates Dekasad's teachings, which is, you know, work hard, work virtuously, you know. Uh, but in the end, surrender all things to God because we can't control how things play out. Sometimes we do our best and they blow up in our face. Right. Sometimes we do our best, and they turn out beautifully. And there's there's the abandonment.
0: Yeah, I, this is, I think, really very good advice, especially for those who are uh, frustrated by uh, the problems that we see within the church institutionally, and they keep beating their head against the wall, uh, wanting change. Um, but at some point, you begin to realize that the blood on the wall is not the wall's it's yours and you're just going beyond what you've been called to do. You can only do so much and then you have to following uh, again uh, St John the 23rd recognize that it is Christ's church. Um yes. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, oh, very much Alan and and I I think that you know in terms of addressing tragedy and scandal to realize uh, as we all know that the the best means of reform is holiness. Right. And, and it could be the most vulnerable and the most frustrating to our fallen nature. And that doesn't mean we don't speak up, it doesn't mean that we seek change uh, in structures and institutions and policies, but it also means that in the midst of all that, like even there there's an abandonment. So, yep. You know what? This needs to change. I've said this, I've done this, yep. and now I need to allow grace to be a part of it
0: as well. That's right. Tell us about the structure of the book, because it's a six-day personal retreat, and that's what I I find very attractive about it. I mean, this is is really manageable uh, for people. So uh, I I think this is the kind of thing that could, again, uh, really help uh, people who are afraid of, you know, uh, being overwhelmed by reading Interior Castle or something. Um, Talk about the way the book is structured.
1: Yeah so my my first read of Dacasatz I was a, a an undergraduate uh, a underclassman at Franciscan University someone recommended to it and I just remember being so overwhelmed and not sure what he was trying to get right. at and and what his point was and so on and you know Dacasatz is powerful he can be repetitive because his work Abandonment to Divine Providence was originally a series of talks ah. given to nuns mm-hmm. and so Basically going through, I thought, how can, and I like your word, Al, uh, manageable, how to make this manageable, accessible, and so it was divided between six days following his six chapters, and I tell people, look, you can either start it on Monday, end it on Saturday, and then conclude with a recommitment to yourself to Christ at Sunday Mass, or you can take a day a week for six weeks, so, you know, Thursday is your holy hour, you can do it during your holy Mm -hmm. hour, or you know, the um, on first Fridays for six months, or if you're able, and some people cannot, I realize, but if you're able, take it with you to a two- or three-day silent retreat. Sure. So there are so many different ways it can be done, but I wanted it to be accessible because we have such a beautiful, powerful, spiritual patrimony, and it has got to get in the trenches, and the people have got to have to realize what their church holds in their treasury. So this was one effort to make it manageable
0: when how do people know when they've done enough this is uh, something i hear all the time st paul says pray without ceasing so uh, when do i know that i've prayed enough if he says pray without ceasing how do i avoid yeah. you know getting confused about how do i avoid becoming unbalanced
1: yes i, and I you know, I, I the metaphysical poets uh you know, they tell us that we worship a God who is often pleased, but rarely satisfied. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, and um, they, they could actually gives an answer uh, to the question that I like. And, and again, he is a, a trailblazer in many respects, because he places that question within the context of one's vocation. So, you know, that all that we are to do and all that we are asked to do in terms of God's kingdom must be done within the prism the enhancement and the protection of our vocation. So if a married woman is doing 8 million ministries and neglecting her marriage and family, she's doing too much. If a man is spending too much time in prayer and not being attentive to his children, he's doing too much. If a parish priest is going to 8 million meetings but not praying for his people and offering the sacraments, he's doing too much. Right, right.
0: Father, thank you so much. And again, it's called Be Not Troubled, a six-day personal retreat with Father Jean-Pierre de Cassade by Father Jeffrey Kirby. And uh, Father, we'll talk again. Thanks.
1: Thank you, Al. Take care.
0: Again, I said, this is very helpful to have it in such a concise manner.